0: Hey, hey, hey! You're with Ram Queen. She's a fucking vibe. Come on in. Let's chat. It's gonna be a fucking rando today. It's gonna be a rando chat. It's gonna be a bit of fucking everything because why not? Why the fuck not? And there's like a few things that I think we should touch on, and we're just gonna we're just gonna do that because fucking we can. All right. This is this is our time. This is our time. You and me time. Fuck yeah. So <laughs> let's let's fucking chat let's talk about, <laughs> this is it's not funny, stop laughing, <laughs> let's talk about this fucking thing that I do with one of my mates, right, and it's, um, it's something we both definitely rely on with each other, but it's, um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a statement that we make to each other when we're going through something, right, so we might be going through something um, a bit traumatic, <laughs> okay, <laughs> laughing because we're fucked but anyway so we're probably going through something traumatic and before we tell the other person this new trauma that we're dealing with or this new fucking painful scary fucking moment we're dealing with and we're we're really struggling to cope and we just need that person to bring us a smile and bring some lightheartedness to a situation we always say bitch I've got something to tell you and you need to make this funny right now (laughs) and we do we do so you know we'll share the trauma or whatever we're dealing with and the other person makes it funny right and it's fucked up right you're going this is the most fucked up thing right this is fucked up but I'm telling you what it does is it opens the lines of communication and ways where it takes the weight out of the issue it takes the weight out and it makes it easier to sort of share because sometimes the stuff that we need to talk about with a close friend or just our partner or whatever is so deep that we struggle to get the words out we struggle to deal with it um, and the enormity of it so if we can take the weight out of it it's easier to share right so this is our thing it's like bitch blah 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 this is what's going on and the other person will bring the funny to the table they'll bring the lightheartedness to the table and then for some reason it always morphs into this deeper, meaningful where it gets quite deep and we can really look at the issue but it's a great way as fucked as it sounds it's a great way to actually start the conversation because it's like we don't want the other one to feel sorry for us okay that's not what we want We want them to empathise. We want them to love us and be in their feels with us. But we also don't want them going, oh my god. It's like, when you say something to someone that's quite bad and they go, oh my god, that's fucked. Like, that is so, how are you? Oh my god, that's massive. Sometimes, oh, excuse me. When people have that reaction, it freaks you out and it really becomes quite overwhelming what you're dealing with we try and take our big huge traumas right and we try to compact them into the smaller space so that it's easier to shuffle through right and when someone takes our big trauma and makes it bigger (laughs) because of their reaction it's hard to then contain that back into the small space we've been working with right so having these things in place is super helpful because it gives you an opportunity to speak up and when we're talking about finding our voice, and speaking up, and speaking our truth, we need to find tools and things to use to get into that groove. And someone said to me when I was talking about it, they, because the reality is, is we all deal with trauma. We all deal with it. And we've got to be able to speak up, we've got to be able to talk about it. And if this is the way we start the conversation, because it makes it easier for us, then this is how we start the conversation. And... You know, I've had some fucking deeper meaningfuls this week. Especially with my mate Cal. Cal Bell. And um I've had a couple of DNMs with her this week that are very serious. Like there's a very serious you know, it's a very serious issue. It was one actually one DNM. And um I'm laughing. I'm laughing my ass off and I'm laughing my ass off and it's my my shit. I'm laughing my ass off because I'm like, Well how else are you gonna get through this, you know? Like, (laughs) I'm a big believer that you've got to have a sense of humour. You do. You have to be able to look at everything from every single angle. And that is including trauma. And I'm like, bro, honestly, this would be so fucked. This is not the time for this to happen. This is not the time for this to go down. I don't need this shit. (laughs) You know, like, i got shit to do. I don't have time to get on a plane and fuck off and deal with this shit. You know? And it's just taking a moment to sit with sit down and work out what is them because some people do that they're like i need to meet you at the beach and that's because we're going to have a dnm it's like a nice intro into having that M, because sometimes it's hard to start sometimes it's hard because you feel cruel because you're hitting someone with your trauma Like you know you're hitting them with something heavy, so you try and prep them for that. And if you don't have anything, that any sort of, you know, secret code shit that you use with your mates or your partner to start that DNM and you're struggling to have those DNMs with them, then 100% come up with something. Come up with something, even if it's pinching my shit, bitch, make this funny. Because honestly, that fucking works. Works for us. Doesn't work for everyone, but it works for us. If your code that we're going to have a DNM because I'm going through something is I'm going to fucking meet me in the car down the street, then that's your code. That's what you do. But come up with something because starting the conversation is the most important part. You've got to start somewhere. So if you're struggling to have these conversations because you're feeling really bad that you're lumbering your shit onto someone else, give them the opportunity. You know, give them the heads up. Because I don't ever ring someone going oh I mean I probably have going oh my god this is really bad you've got to help me here blah 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 blah, because it makes you sound a bit fucked and we're always self-conscious of how we sound when we are talking about our trauma and when we're starting to talk about our shit I get self like I get self-conscious that I'm being dramatic and I've been called dramatic a lot and there are times I've been called dramatic when I'm actually not being dramatic and I'm like is this the fucking reputation I've got with people now the last person that said to me, um, pretty much accused me of being dramatic. I don't think I've talked to her since. I don't think I've actually had a conversation with them since, because I'm like, um, if you can't be, if you can't see my shit for what it is, then fucking tap me out, right? People will call you dramatic when you're not being dramatic because they just can't be fucked with you. They just can't be fucked with you. It's got nothing to do with what you're dealing with. It's they can't be fucked with you. And I'm not saying people should be available to you 24-7 for you to unload. And you don't need to be unloading on people. It's more about sharing and communicating than it is unloading. But if they just point blank accuse you of being dramatic because you've got problems, like you've got big shit going on, then fucking see you later. Like your people skills are completely fucked and in the toilet. We've got to be able to start conversations. We've got to be able to start hard conversations. The problem with this chick is I've I've heard her stuff. I've heard her stuff. I've sat there and listened. And I never once said, hey, you're just dramatic. Just remember, man. Words, words. Once you put words out of, they leave your fucking mouth. They're out there. And I'm like an elephant, man. I don't forget a thing. If my very real, hundred percent trauma or huge, mass, massive issue is going to be classed as a drama to you, then we won't be talking again. And if we are, it'll be very superficial. And I'm not down too much for superficial chat. So. Probably not gonna really talk to you at all after this point because yeah I don't do superficial like I can do it but I don't like it <laughs> I can do it if I'm put in the situation but I'm not I'm not a fan of the superficial niceties of the world so like I'm coming up to a point where I'm gonna I'm being put in that position where I have to be superficial, but I have to be nice to everyone. And that's okay, I can do that. But it's like I've had a heads up that I've gotta do it, so I'll be fine. It's like I've got a heads up. I know this is coming. I know I've gotta play nice and I know <laughs> not play nice. That fucking makes me sound like an asshole. I've gotta be you know, it's not that I've gotta be nice to people that I'm not a fan of, it's that I've can't be an asshole, and I've got to watch my resting bitch face, really got to watch it, I don't know how we're going to go, wish me luck cause fuck, (laughs) damn, the one thing I've been watching, I don't know about you, if you're in Australia, you've been fucking watching this, I know you have, is the chick with the mushrooms, right, the chick that's been accused of poisoning her family with the mushrooms, and I've been watching this, and I've been watching her when they. Sort of went to her house and they're trying to interview her and stuff. And I'm thinking... <clears throat> I'm, I'm watching this all unfold and I'm thinking... It's not funny. But I'm thinking... How fucking ballsy are you? If you've taken these mushrooms... Turned them into an entire meal... And fed them to people... And sat across the table and watched them eat something... You know is going to kill them. Like how ballsy are you? Like you need to start having some conversations because you got some trauma love you need to deal with if she's done this 100% she's got some shit to deal with like I don't know I find the whole thing quite bizarre like I actually said to my husband this is that out the gate that it's hard to believe that someone would go to the efforts to you know end someone else's life using mushrooms like what are you doing like what the fuck I'll just never understand people. I'm telling you right now, that is some unresolved trauma right there that needs to be dealt with, let me fucking tell you. Because hurt people hurt people and that's exactly what's happening here. I mean, if you've sat there and thought that she bought those fucking mushrooms from the local market and you believe that, oh. Nah, that's that's not what's happened here. That is not what's fucking happened here. <laughs> um, I just feel really sad for the families, because those families have lost their loved ones, and that's fucking absolute shit, and it didn't need to happen, it fucking did not need to happen, 100%, anyway, moving on, moving on, because there's so much shit going on in the world, it makes your fucking head spin, actually my husband turned on the news the other night, and he's watching it, and he he was trying to get my attention, because there was the big fires in Maui, and um, really really sad and I just said to him I've just watched the stuff on the mushrooms I've just watched the stuff on the house fire I've just watched this now and I said honestly this is why I don't watch the fucking news it is so fucking sad it is so sad and I don't know ignorance is bliss I said but it is sad Like you can't even turn on the fucking television anymore because it's all depressing and it's all sad and it's all violence and it's all pain and I um he knows I don't like watching the news he fucking knows I hate it being on but my thing is is I I deal with enough trauma like I I'm, I'm just trying to do me and my family right I'm just trying to get through every day do me and my family focus on them and we deal with enough I don't on top of all my shit need to deal with what the world's going through does it does it make me naive I don't know does it make me ignorant? probably but for me healing starts at home it actually starts at home minimising pain in the world starts at home it starts with working with my family am I always good at it are we always achieving the goal no but we're always working on it 100% we're working on it like I said we're trying doesn't mean we're nailing it but we're definitely working hard at it, and it was like, interesting, because when I moved over here, from New Zealand, um, there was a lot going on, in, like, because I'm in Melbourne now, there was a lot going on in New Zealand at the time that I moved here, and um, I was watching, it was fucking traumatic as fuck, but New Zealand went through almost a pandemic-like fucking epidemic of our young people ending their own lives, right? And there was just so many of them, our teenagers, our youth, and it was fucking terrible. It was terrible. Um, And I remember um, having a conversation with someone around, or no, I commented on a post on Facebook, and... um, and then I, and someone else read it and they decided to get confrontational with me about it. And they said to me, you know, it's alright for you, you're over in fucking Australia, you abandoned your people, you could be here helping this, this horrible shit going on in our country but you fucked off and you just, you know, left everyone to fend for themselves and all of that shit. Like, I was getting attacked. I was getting attacked because I was having an opinion on an issue that was happening in my home country and when I didn't live there and because I'd left all of a sudden I'm abandoning people and I'm you know I'm not taking care of our people and all those sorts of things and I fucking just spun out of control I'm not gonna lie and I said and this is what I mean right I said what do you mean I said I'm here raising my kids yeah my focus is on my children Making sure that they don't go and do something like this. They don't go and end their life, which would be fucking tragic. Making sure, doing all the things I can to take care of my own kids. Right? And if every single person, every single parent put their energy into that, we would have less trauma. We'd have less shit going on with our kids. I have seen it over and over again. I have seen parents invest themselves into other people's kids more than they invest themselves into their own. I said, don't attack me. I am taking care of our people. I'm taking care of the people that the people I brought into the world. They're my responsibility. Not everybody else's. And they were like, every you know, our people is everyone's responsibility. Our children are everyone's responsibility. Then go and do that. But what I have seen and witnessed over the years with people, not and this is in Australia as well is there are a lot of people that are invested more into other people's children than they are their own. And when you you do that as a parent, you create more trauma in your own children. Because they know they're being ignored. They know they're second best to other people's kids. You know, if we all just focused on ourselves and focused on what we made, our children, our homes, our lives, and less on trying to fix every other bastard in the world... Things would be a lot easier in this fucking place that we call Earth. Like, just worry about what you built, worry about the humans you brought into the world, worry about yourself. If everyone took care of what they, who they, who, and what they are responsible for, we wouldn't have half this shit going on. We just fucking wouldn't. And that's that's the fucking truth. It's like going, oh, that dog's vicious. You know? Like, stay with me, because I know you're like, what the fuck? It's like going, oh, that dog's vicious. Yeah, my, my dog's really vicious. But it's every other person's responsibility on the street to make sure that my dog's not vicious anymore. Like, oh, I'm not a fan of my dog, it's vicious, and I'm not a fan because it's vicious, so I'm just going to go play with everyone else's dog, take them for a walk. Your dog's getting more and more vicious by the day because it's jealous. Your dog's becoming more and more neglected because you're neglecting your responsibility, which is to your animal, and it's the same with family. It's the same with kids. For me, my responsibility, 100%, is the family I made. The generations that have come after me. That's where my responsibility lies. And I think before that, isn't my job. And that's where my focus lies. That's my first and foremost. If my son rings me and says, what are you doing, mum? Whatever I'm doing, I will stop if it means he wants to come over here and have a coffee and a chat. I'll give up my day. Because it's, it's not it's, it's not even about that's my job, that's my responsibility I want to do that, I want to care for my kids I want to be there for them I want to be there for my kids above and beyond anybody else's they're not my concern and it's that whole staying in your lane focus on what's what's happening with you and yours if you don't have children, great, you don't have children if you don't have children and you want them, then let that be your focus, trying to have them. But at the end of the day, if it's just you or it's just you and your partner, let that just be your focus. Don't worry about everybody else. Make everyone's husbands her focus. Right? Should befriend you and your husband. And then should try and have deeper meaningfulness of your husband behind your back. Stay in your lane, love. You're single. Go go, stay in your single lane. Never had the opportunity to have a DNM with my husband, because I'll tell you right now, fucking hell would freeze over before he'd have a DNM with anyone other than me. And I'm 100% married a bottle of balium and a fucking magic unicorn. Like, he is one of a kind. And I'm like, dude. You know, I'm hearing these conversations being had I'm like I'm hearing about them being had and I'm thinking bro take care of what's yours don't worry about everybody else's marriages and kids and families worry about your own worry about the fucking kids you made this is actually this is something I have seen in several people so if you actually focus on your own life and your own shit and stop trying to help everybody else and focus on the family you made fuck your life would be simple it's straight up it would be, it would be fucking simple and that's let's go back to that words fucking, putting words out there and then fucking apologising for them later dude this has been something that's happened to me and to you, it's happened to all of us over and over and over again there was a conversation in my house this week, quite a big one actually, about how people just say whatever the fuck they want, chase it with an apology, and think all's oh, good, yeah. And I tell you what, people that do this say some fucking vicious things, and we've all we all know someone that shoots their mouth off. They say whatever the fuck they want when they're upset or hurt or mad or whatever, and then they come at you later and they fix everything up and they say sorry, right? Sorry I didn't mean that, sorry I didn't mean that, sorry I didn't mean that. You know what, I used to fall for that, 100%. I used to fall for it all the time. And you know what, I, I really don't fall for it anymore. <laughs> I'm like, well actually, you know, if it went through your mind, and it, it went, if, it, if it came out of your mouth it went through your mind, this isn't just some random word that you've spit out, you've thought this at some point, because it's come from somewhere, right? Or someone said it to you and you've you've chosen to take that on board and use it and weaponize it against me. When people weaponize words like that to fucking win a fight or gain points or whatever the fuck they're doing and then chase it with a sorry, honestly, give them a second shot. Give them a second shot. They fucking do it again. Honestly, see you later. What people don't understand is <sighs> Your shit gets old, mate. Like, they say, oh, I didn't mean to hurt you. Well, you fucking did. You, you, in the moment, those words were coming out of your mouth 100% to hurt me. You didn't say them to fucking, you know, make me feel all nice inside. You said them to hurt me. The intention behind you, the viciousness of the shit that came out of your face was to hurt me. So don't, don't take it back now. And this is why it's really fucking important to think before you speak. If you are getting in a heated argument with someone and that thought comes into your mind and you know you're going to cross a boundary with someone, shut it down, hang up on them. And you know, you know someone's raging mad when they're saying shit like that to you. I'm different. I'm like, you know, the other fifties, fifty, fifty. 50 you got fifty of the people. Fifty percent of people will be fucking full-on vicious, nasty, fucking horrific-mouthed witches, and the other half are like me, where we just shut down. I've said it before, man. You know, don't be worried when I'm saying stuff to your face. Be worried when I've got nothing to say. That's when you get worried. That's when you know you and me are fucking coming close to the end, and that's because what I've got to say is so bad that I'm choosing just to shut my mouth like I'm actually consciously choosing to keep my mouth shut because if I opened it the things that would come out would tear your fucking world apart the one thing I am is fast with my mouth and it's good but it can be vicious it can be mean and I'm very aware of that I'm very aware that my mouth when it gets going can be full on and so I've had to learn to shut it and I'm glad I do I'm glad I do because I don't want to part ways with someone with no integrity and I think that's where that's 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 where it all falls into line with me is I like to have as much of my integrity intact in any situation as I can I like to leave a space with my self-respect. It's exactly how I like to leave a space, not for anybody else, but for myself. And there have been times I've rang the mentor. I've rang her. <laughs> if you've read my book, you know who I'm talking about. I've rang her and said, Fuck you'll be so proud of me because I wanted to say this, but I said nothing. <laughs> and um and it's sort of Where's the line, yeah? Where's the line where you're speaking your truth, all right? You're speaking your truth and you're standing up for yourself, but your self-respect and your integrity is intact. The line is, everything is should be said with intention. What is the intention behind your words? Because whatever you say will leave a lasting impact on other people. And there are things I've said to people that have left a real big imprint on them that I would never think would have left an imprint on them. And it could be something quite, quite harmless. So when you're coming into contact with people and you're talking about, um, you know, any topic or whatever, and you guys might get into a disagreement, yeah, you can you can have a debate and you can speak your truth, but you've got to be respectful about it, right? You've got to be respectful. They say sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Fucking bullshit. Hurt words hurt. They hurt to the core. I was out for dinner with friends, and there was a couple of women there that I'm not friends with, but they were there, and one of them partic- doesn't particularly like me very much, and um, it's all good. I don't particularly like her either, so fucking <laughs> cool as. And she actually um, commented on how much food was on my plate. And the thing is, we're not we're not at a, a buffet. We're we're at a they served your dinner to the table right so I can't control how much food they put on my plate and um it was a dig at my weight because I just I fucking 100% was a dig at my weight not fucking stupid and <clears throat> you know not that it's anyone's fucking business but those words didn't hurt right, those words didn't hurt because I don't respect this woman and I can't stand her and I think she's a fucking asshole straight up but did they piss me off? yeah, because it wasn't about the words, it was about the intention the intention was to humiliate me, because I'm a plus size woman at the table eating a meal right, that was her intention, because she's not a very nice woman and that's just that's just who the fuck she is, she's not happy and she's not nice And um, so it wasn't really the statement that hurt me or anything like that. It was just, I remember looking at her thinking, fuck, you're a fucking sad, lonely, mean bitch. That's how I felt. So who the fuck says that to someone? Who, Who comments on the size of your meal when it comes to the table? I didn't say fucking double up on my fucking plate. And I remember looking at her thinking, you're fucked, lady. You're fucked. Because the intention was to humiliate me. Yeah? The words didn't stick, the intention stuck. The words I couldn't give a fuck about. And the intention didn't hurt me. It made me think, what a pathetic fucking human being you are. And now when I've got to be in your company, I honestly, my resting bitch face comes from full force and I don't care. There's one person, she'll always be gifted my resting bitch face. It's not even my resting bitch face. That's my, ooh, fuck, here we go face. And this is the thing, right? I'm not going to be mean to her. I'm not 100% going to go out of my way to be mean to her. But I'm not about to play nice with this bitch either. I'm not about to be fake with her. Like, I'll say hello. If I fucking force to. But... And I'll play nice, I will play nice, if I have to, for the sake of other people, and, that, and the sake of the event I'm at, because I know she's going to be there, so and I choose to be there, so I'm choosing my behaviour, right? Because it's always holding yourself accountable. I put myself in the space knowing, so now I know that I've got to, if I want my integrity intact when I leave this space, I have got to watch my words, I've got to be, you know, um, mindful but I won't be trolled over I won't and so I will sit there and I will deal with this bitch that I'm not a particularly big fan of um, actually I dislike on a, on a massive degree um, but see my tact there the how I tackle this bitch is I pretend like she doesn't exist I just don't, I don't acknowledge her. You know, like I'll say hello because I'm in a position where I have to, and from there, that's us. I I won't acknowledge you from this point on. Because if someone's going to come and attack you, because of how much you eat, that's how petty they are. That's it's not even. That's not even petty. That's just fucking low blowing. That's low balling. Um, and that's all they got. Then, pray tell, explain to me why you don't fucking like me. Like, I've never had an explanation why this bitch doesn't like me. I can tell you why she doesn't like me. She doesn't fucking like me because she tried to bully me and it got her fucking nowhere. She actually got 100% got nowhere with this bullying behaviour. I stepped her out. I was like, nope. But she is a bully. She's a 100% a bully um, herself. And I don't play that game. I'm not about it. Like, if you're going to try and bully me, I'm gonna, I'm going to stand up. I'm going to step up. But... Those words she put out there, she could say sorry to me for them. She can't put them back in her mouth. We're done here now. It's a thing. Filter shit through your brain before it comes out of your mouth. And in this healing game, it's really important to do that. Because we're not about to go and put more pain out into the world, yeah? We're about healing ourselves. And when we're healing ourselves, our integrity and our self-respect is fucking hugely important. It's hugely important because... Leaving a space with your integrity and self-respect intact is going to free your mind up. When you've gone into a space and you've acted like a fucking dickhead and you know you have and you think fuck I've embarrassed myself or fuck what the fuck what was I thinking why would I do that It, it just it just takes away from you know it takes your mind away from the goal here which is to heal from old shit not new shit don't start new shit. Don't create new shit to deal with. You know, I've heard this statement a lot too from people and it's like, oh, sorry, I I hurt your feelings, I wasn't thinking. Get to thinking. It's that simple. Get thinking. Don't sit there and say to me later, I wasn't thinking. And then have this continuously be the thing that said to me, oh, sorry, I wasn't thinking. Oh, sorry, I wasn't thinking. Get thinking. Don't be that person. Don't be the person that says, sorry, I wasn't thinking. Fuck, we've all been that person. You don't want to be the person that constantly has to say that shit to apologise to people because your mouth has run ahead of your brain. Or your actions have run ahead of your brain. See, for me personally, I'm tired of it. I'm sick and fucking tired of people coming at me because what it does is it creates new trauma. And if it doesn't create new trauma, it fucking triggers old trauma. And I'm healing, I don't have time for you to add to my pile of shit, my pile of shit's big enough mate, like back off. I'm very protective of that space now, it's like if I'm healing, I'm, I'm going back to that space. And that's not nice for me. Then I've got to fucking feel like I've got to rehash pain that I've already rehashed and, and, and I'm working on. Being a thoughtful person just isn't that fucking hard. You're not always going to nail it. Fuck I don't. I don't. I fuck it up. I say shit and I'm like oh bitch why did you say that. And I chop over my words sometimes. My intention isn't to be mean. My intention is definitely not to be cruel. But then I get to the point where I just say whatever the fuck I like. Because you know what you did so. And that's, that's not right either. That's <laughs> That's not right. And, you know, I wish I had a better handle on it, but I don't. I mean, I have a much better handle on it than what I used to, for sure. But you know when you're just sick and tired of people's shit? And you're like, fuck, man, I'm trying to fucking do do me. I'm trying to heal me. I'm trying to, you know, hold the fort down, and then I've got to deal with your shit, and I'm sick and tired of it. It's like my mate tonight. She said to me on the phone, you know what I want on my tombstone when I die? On my headstone. I go what? She goes. I hate people. I was like, <laughs> this is the thing. It's actually. Something that people say a lot. I fucking hate people. I even say it. I even say it. In my industry. I say this. And it's like. I don't hate people. I hate thoughtless. I don't hate anyone actually. But I have a strong dislike for thoughtless people. Right? And I'm suddenly going. Dude. You know what? It's you fucking should, like, (laughs) like, we were laughing about it, but we need to change this narrative, because hating people is not a good thing, I mean, we need, we need our community around us, we need people around us always, so we shouldn't really be saying I hate people, because it's not right, like, it's not fair, (laughs) I hate thoughtless, No, I don't hate anyone, but I'm not a fan of thoughtless people and I'm not a fan of fucking selfish people. I'm not a fan of narcissists. I'm not a fan of fucking much. Um, but to say I hate people means that, you know, I've generalized it into every single human being's a piece of shit and that's not true. That is simply not true. <laughs> and so I think I'm going to work on actually not saying that statement anymore because um, it does have a negative impact on you. Like, I have a low expectation of the human race, I will say that. Um, Because I find the human race, you know, like, um, it can be split 50-50. You've got a whole lot of motivated people that are out there trying to heal and trying to do good in this world and they're trying really hard to build a beautiful life and protect their children. And, And if they don't have children, just to go out there and be decent humans and examples for other people and their children, right? forever growing and just showing kindness no ill will towards other people I mean they're the kind of people that you cross them you're going to feel their wrath but you know people that that aren't mean on purpose you know I've got plenty of time for those people I love those people we need more of those people but in order to have more of those people we've got to start extending that out we've just got to start making it worth being one of those people see like drive-thrus mcdonald's drive-thrus what the fuck you want to test your patience and your communication skills and your niceties go through a fucking drive-thru when it's busy right now i work really really hard to be a happy cheerful customer always have especially once you have a kid that's working in a place like that because i did for a while I always work really, 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 really hard. Even if I'm having a shit day. Always. Anyway, the other night, I went to McDonald's. And I had ordered on the app. And um, I'd pull up. And there was a car there, getting served. Come, this chick had a huge order. And I'm sitting there, in the next window, waiting. Like, at the next voice box. And if you if I don't know where you live but all of them have been converted here so when you go through the drive through there's two you know there's two places you can order side by side and um it always goes you know this lane then that lane this lane then that lane when they're ordering anyway a car pulled up after they took off and they served the car that pulled up before they served me which pissed me off right like it was fucking my turn it was fucking my turn, so I was pissed off, (laughs) and I get to the window to pay, and I was, like, I I didn't have to pay actually, because I'd already paid on the app, but I had to stop at the window and confirm it was right, and I'd been paid for, and that, and I, I wasn't rude to the lady, but I was definitely very fucking cold, very dismissive, right, anyway, I got my food, oh no they handed me my drinks at the window and then asked me to wait in the waiting bay for my food because our food order was pretty big because you know like the last lady i spoke about about i don't know five minutes ago would you know she'd tell you it was a pretty big meal <laughs> stupid um anyway back to the story i parked in the waiting bay and there's two two waiting bays there was someone in the first one so i was parked in the second one and i'm sitting there and i'm like Just be patient, don't be a dick to these people. You know, they're young, don't be a dick. And I'm trying to talk myself out of being a dick, right? And then the car in front of me took off. And I just stayed there, because there's no one else. Then this fucking human being came up behind me in her huge ass wagon. And she hadn't even stopped her car. And she's just sat on her horn for me to move forward. Right? And I'm like, what the fuck? So I start the car. And that, and um, as I'm driving forward into the park, or well, I go to drive forward into the park, and she toots again. And my window's down. I know hers is down because she's just been through the drive-through. And I yell out, "Yeah, you fucking wait!" Because I was getting pissed off, right? I'm like, "Fuck you! Haven't even stopped, bro! Like, chill the fuck out. It's just a park, right? Like, wait." So I move forward and I turn my engine off. And I'm chill. Like, I'm not a violence first, talk later kind of chick. Yeah, I, I. It's not who I am and um used to be it's fucking not anymore i'll tell you what just all these interactions i'm sitting there in my car going fuck today i just want to choose violence today i want to get out of this car and just fucking hit this bitch and i want to fucking lose my shit at the mcdonald's staff and cancel my order and tell everyone to get fucked like that's where i was at and i was like this is the thing, enough negative altercations with enough people is gonna turn the fucking calmest most chilled out people into fucking maniacs. Cause I know it almost did it to me. I'm just sitting there like, fucking hell. I was I was like, you know what? I could quite happily get out of this car and punch you through your fucking car window late lady, you fucking asshole, like <laughs> And I'm just I'm just chilling there. Anyway, they fucking give this asshole behind me her meal First, I'm sitting there going, what the fuck is going on, right? Thinking, great, these dickheads fucking forgot about me. This is what I'm thinking. I so, thought, nah, nah, just be patient. Give them another five minutes. And this guy runs out and he's got our food order. And he's very apologetic. I was so cold to him. I was so cold. And um, I checked the food order while my window up. Drove home. Because I thought, fuck, if this food order's not right, swear to God. <laughs> And I got home, and I actually started beating myself up. I'm like, fuck, man, you know, you let yourself down, you're normally pretty chill, you're pretty calm, you're pretty friendly, this is a shit job, it's a tough fucking job, and here you are, being an asshole. But you know what? I'm not going to fucking beat myself up about that. Like, I'm a human being. And this is the thing, right? You come across people all the time, that are dickheads, right, they're rude or they're whatever, just because someone is fucking rude or aggressive or just being a dick to you, it doesn't mean that's who they are all the time, you know, it's not always like that for them, there are people 100% like old fucking mock the size of my meal bitch, whatever her name is, There is people that are just fucking ugly people, they're just not nice, and then there are people that are great people that are just having too many ugly moments at once, and it makes them mad. And that's who I was that day. And I had to fucking catch myself and go, mate, before you walk inside with all this food to feed your family, you need to fucking check yourself. Because I was refusing to come into the house and be that to my family. So, just because someone's a bit ugly in a moment, it doesn't mean they're an ugly person. We are human beings. And sometimes this human experience is fucking tough. And sometimes we don't have patience and we're just, you know, and this is the thing, I'm an incredibly patient person with stuff like that, but fuck, this, this day, my patience was worn out. Like, I was fucking, I was run fucking dry. <laughs> And that, but I did. I sat there and I beat my, I beat myself up, and I'm thinking, you know what? You're a human girl. You're allowed to have a fucking rough moment. You're allowed to have a, an evening where you're not so patient and you're not so kind. And then I reminded myself I was a, I was very proud of myself for not getting out of the car and punching this chick because, the reality is, is that, she was just a young, young girl that with a big mouth and a big horn. But, you know, I think understanding that the fundamentals of human are so complicated and and when we're dealing with people we don't know how they're going to react to our words we don't, because we don't know what's happened in their day you know, we don't know what's happened during their day, or their life, or their week, or their month or their year, or their five years, we don't know, we don't know what words fucking set them off, we don't know, so when you are talking to people or you're getting in debates or arguments with people, understand, yeah, that if you you run that shit through your head before it comes out of your mouth, because it's super important. Make sure that your intention is to fix something here. When you're in a fight with someone, make it your intention to get your your point across so that you're fixing something, not because you're trying to tear it all down forever and just create a ton of pain in someone. Creating a ton of pain in someone on purpose is not cool, man. So always understand the intention of your words. Am I saying this because I'm trying to cut this person deep? Or am I saying this because it's my truth? In this moment? Am I just attacking someone at their core? Or am I trying to get my truth across? Or am I defending myself because I haven't done whatever they're saying I've done? Because at the end of the day, if someone's going to come and call you out on your words and you know your intention wasn't that, you can at least fight for the intention. Because you can't fight for the words if you have said something you cannot take it back you can't unsay it but you can fight for what your intention was behind the words and then explain that but you can't take the words back so making sure you're running that shit through your head before it comes out of your mouth running it through your head before you type it in a text message and send it which is the worst form of communication just so you know (laughs) But this week for me, it's been a lot of thinking about that stuff, you know. Sometimes we're just better off to say nothing at all. Like sometimes it is best to just say nothing. Like I said, when I've got nothing, when when, (laughs) when I'm done with your shit, you're not worth the words, you're not worth the effort it takes. To run those words through my head to make sure my integrity's still in play and they come out of my mouth you're not worth that energy. Your shit's just, we're done. And if I was just to go full blown rabbit on your ass and just have no tact and say whatever I want well you're not worth the energy it's going to take to clean my shit up and go that you were out of line and now you got to find ways to scramble back your your self-respect and your integrity I'm not handing that shit to anyone either we are not here on this beautiful earth for beautiful fucking fuck I'd love to say our earth was beautiful fuck I'd love to say this world was beautiful but and it is but it's fucking not at the same time it's just so fleeting You know, it really is. People won't forget the time you went and cleaned the oven when they were sick. You know, they, 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 sorry, they, they will forget those moments. What they won't forget is the shit that came out of your mouth. People don't forget that. I've had things said to me 25 years ago that I still remember. Because I remember how they made me feel. 99.9% of the time it's because they made me feel like shit. Because when we say ugly things the feelings that we create inside another person by saying them can be full on. They're not going to forget those feelings. And it's that it's it's really sad, so remembering always man, always, think before you fucking speak, and just make sure that your intentions are good, so it's like, I'm in this beautiful marriage with this incredible man and I'm very very lucky, but the way he speaks, the way he delivers a sentence, like what he's trying to say, is different to the way I'd deliver a sentence, right? So, he'd say it one way, I'd say it another. And it used to be quite a fucking argument with us, because I'd be like, well, what the fuck do you mean? And he's just trying to say what he's trying to say, and I'm here trying to decipher this fucking, what feels like foreign language. And all of that, and it took me a while to realise that I just, it's it's actually me, he's not the problem, the way he's trying to tell me something is, is not the problem here, the problem is actually me not respecting the fact that his intention is good, and that's where my focus needs to lie, like his intention is good, so be patient while he tries to help you understand what he's trying to say. Right? And it's not that the man can't articulate himself. well, he can. But you know, when emotions are high, you know, sometimes we fail to articulate things in ways that are easy for other people to understand because they're coming from an emotional space. And that happens a lot with people. A lot of arguments are started that way. It's like, well, this is what I'm trying to say to you. But that's not what you said. I know it's not what I said, but it's what I'm trying to say. You know, (laughs) like, we've all been there. We've all been there. We're all like, that's not what I fucking meant, though. I meant this. And um, this is where our communication is super important. Our patience and understanding intention. Knowing that this person loves you enough to not intentionally go out and hurt you with their words. it's really important we've got so much shit going on in the world right now I mean it's been like this for decades it's just crazy ass world we live in and the last thing we need is to make the world we live in the little tiny universe we've built around ourselves um, a harder place to be because ultimately at the end of every day we've got to live with ourselves we've got to be okay with who we are we've got to be okay with who we are when we walk out of any interaction with any other person And we've got to be okay with the decisions we make whether we keep someone in our lives or we move them on or we we rebuild those relationships or we part you know we pass out forgiveness and and you know and keep that person around or, you know, it's, it's, there's so much to think about all the time and then on top of that bullshit, you're trying to do your healing. Oh, good one. And run a budget and fucking go to work. <laughs> How complicated is this shit? But honestly, start looking around and start thinking, you know, fuck, oh, well, well, I'm about to say something that I probably shouldn't. And, you know, if that runs through your head, then maybe don't. My biggest thing is I do the whole... Like, I probably shouldn't say this. Oh, fuck it, why not? You know, like, when I get to that point, it's like, oh, Even I'm scared of what's going to come out of my mouth when I say that. Because I will. It's how I start it. Oh, fuck it. You know? Like, I, I wasn't going to say anything, but fuck it. And then, on top of all that bullshit, here's this bitch game. Speak your truth. know what a delicate balance what a fucking delicate balance oh that was a lot bitch that was that was crazy all right guys well I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot off but before I do just so you know hold my soul is now on Amazon jump on there and download your ebook book only is on Amazon, go on there and there will be a promo coming up, it should be rolling over very soon, um, and it's for five days, and that promo is you can download the book for zero fucking dollars, I know right, zero dollars, five days, zero dollars, fucking jump on it, so it's on amazon.com.au, um, and <laughs> I know, right? So if you're quite happy to bypass the physical copy and just want the ebook, it is there. It is good to go. And if you're on Kindle Unlimited, you can download it for free on Kindle Unlimited with your plan. So bonus, <laughs> bonus. Um, fucking great chat today, though, guys. Great chat. And also, if you want your physical copy of Hold My Soul, jump on reemacqueen.com and it is there. If you're Australian, New Zealand, white. And it will be put in the post for you, signed, sealed, and delivered. All right, guys, you're being with Ram McQueen. She's a fucking vibe. And don't forget, you got a thousand reasons to be angry and not one to stay that way. Peace out.